Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Wise Men Say Reaction Show. I am James Copley at the Stadium of Light, where Sunderland have just advanced into the last 16 of the Checker Trade Trophy on a cold Tuesday, December night, beating Notts County 2-0. An own goal from Dan Jones and a penalty from Jerome Sinclair propelled Sunderland to victory. I am joined with Simon O'Rourke, hopefully he's going to agree to talk to us if that's okay. Simon, what did you make of the game? Just all the glory of the checker trade. It's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? Look, the three wins from Wembley, they got the job done. Everybody who was in Sunderland's team tonight benefited from the game or needed the game. They're actually making the, co- the competition work quite well for them. Um, obviously, it was absolutely brilliant to see Duncan Watmore back in the first team. It's a shame he didn't score the first goal himself, but obviously he gets the assist for it. Second half, Barley Mumble, just brilliant for a 17-year-old kid and that sort of thing. They actually end up taking quite a lot from it. It wasn't the best game, was it? No, but they're it through. They've won. Jerome Sinclair, who's got more than a touch of Peter Davenport about him, <laughs> in that he does a lot for the team but never, ever looks like scoring, did actually score but it had to be from the penalty spot didn't it he'll benefit from that he does work hard look the unbeaten run continues the three wins from Wembley fine well he, he had to score as well Sinclair because he, uh, he grabbed the ball off Kimpy Yoga who'd come on from the substitutes bench to uh, to win the penalty yeah I would have been intrigued to see how Kimpy Yoka tries to take a penalty because he, he's absolutely fantastic to watch some of his first touches you don't know what he's going to do sometimes oh, do but you? nor does he quite clearly <laughs> that's the thing some of his turning and his first touches and his skill moves are superb but then when it actually comes to that moment of decision making of what I do now it's hilarious yeah yeah <laughs> but anyway he, he, he's obviously he's a very young kid and, and that's in a way another point of the competition isn't it people like him get game time he looks like he's got something for the future potentially something very good again I can say they actually end up taking quite a lot out of this the crowd wasn't too bad they got involved it's alright really and Barley Mumbia mentioned 17 years old playing at right back not his natural position he just seems so composed doesn't he yeah absolutely I, I, did, I thought the game passed him by a bit in the first half but second half he was just excellent he's, yeah. he's should, general, have sco- should have scored just there shouldn't he yeah I mean he should have but his general technique for a kid that age is just it's first class it really is yeah Thanks for joining us, Simon. Cheers. That was ITV Time Teasers, Simon O'Rourke. I'm joined in the tunnel by BBC Radio Newcastle's Nick Barnes, fresh from his commentary on a Sunderland 2-0 victory. How did you, what did you think of the game, Well, it, it was an OK game. I, it was never going to be anything. They weren't going to be pulling up trees. Um, you know, the big thing was to get Watmore out there and see how he performed. And the, I thought he was absolutely fine. Um, you can see why, you know, you can want him back in the first team because his, his pace the defenders just don't like having to, to, to face him if you like because he, he twists one way he weaves in and out 
and he does cause defenders problems. And you can see he's got that in his game again tonight, and he's got a good 65 minutes in this evening. Um, and I think he'll be pleased with, with what he did do. I mean, he set up the first goal, um, so that was a real positive. I think overall, um, you know, as I say, whilst no trees were pulled up, nobody ever looked like they were in any sort of real difficulty. Thought Bainbridge had a steady game in the, the three playing, you know, the three um, the half to defence. Uh, Power was steady through the middle. Uh, McGeoch getting him back after injury again. The only player that I think early on was struggling a little bit confidence-wise was Sinclair. Mm. He just didn't seem to have any self-belief. But I think. As the game went on, that grew in him. Yeah. I think getting the penalty and, and then he grabbed the ball off Kimpioka, but he took the penalty, scored the goal, and his confidence seemed to grow as a result of that. So I think you know that's another positive to take from the game that they got him. And he's played sort of nearly ninety minutes and um, and got a bit more self belief, which he was yeah. clearly lacking. Um, so overall, it was an exercise. They managed. They came through it. Kept a clean sheet, and they're through into the last sixteen. Robin Rowland with a, a couple of good saves as well yeah, in the first half. A couple of times. I mean, certainly because um, Nathan Thomas for Notts County was a real. His crossing was fantastic. Yeah, it was. And those balls into the penalty area were causing them problems. I mean, one early on when Rowland tried to get down to the post and scramble it away, had to punch another way in the second half. I mean, he, he, yeah, he did what he had to do. He did it effectively because um, Notts County could easily have had two or three. Yeah. This evening, and that, you know it's credit to Sunderland to keep the clean sheet. Into the last sixteen now, Newcastle under twenty ones are in the draw. What would that be like? Well, we're not going to get a derby any other way because uh, it looks unlikely it's going to happen in the FA Cup. Um, so let's take it. I mean, it'd be interesting if the draw was at St James's Park rather than yeah. here at the Stadium of Light because tonight there are eleven hundred at St James's Park. There are eight and a half thousand here. Mm-hmm. I think you know it, for the for the sake of the competition it would be better if that was played here because mm-hmm. I think we would see a much much bigger crowd and a much better atmosphere but everyone went on to Derby I mean everyone's saying let's get it in the final but I think that would raises all sort of questions about the integrity of the competition and, and logistically as well like yeah. Newcastle and Sunderland fans in, in London at the London same time, at the same time. Yeah. I think yeah. it's, you know, it just throws up and it just wouldn't feel somehow it wouldn't feel right at Wembley final if it was an under-21 team. Yeah, definitely. So, fingers crossed. I mean, I know Peterborough went through tonight. They beat Exeter and, you know, they're, they're, they're still in the competition Portsmouth. There's still, you know, the, the yeah, chance it could be if something, you know, there's three more games. Three it's, games away, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not a lot. Um, and the way they're managing this season, it's, it's quite conceivable that they'll get there. And Jack Ross, as well, manages resources so well in this competition. Well, he's yeah. really using it as a, as a way to, to blood young players and give players who need a game again. And tonight, you looked at the, the setup of the side. It was, a, it was a nice balance. He's got players in there that needed game time, um, and it's taking pressure off the first team again to get a few of those injured players back. Um, and that is a big balancing act. I mean, as you said, nine games between now and January the first. It's a lot of games to fit in with them picking up niggly injuries and, and trying to get players back in as well. What more? That's you know, a player back. So that's a positive. So. Signs were good tonight. You know they didn't overexert themselves. Nobody seemed to pick up any injuries, um, and you've got a player like Sinclair who's growing in confidence because he's had a chance to play ninety minutes. Yeah, and Kimpioka just looks. Well, me and Simon were talking about this upstairs, but he just looks so erratic, doesn't he? Well, but he gets the I, job done, doesn't he? Yeah, I used the word random. I think at the beginning <laughs> of it because you just don't know what he's. He's the ideal player to throw on for the last fifteen twenty yeah. minutes because the opposition just don't know what to do with him. They mm-hmm. don't know what he's going to do. And yet he was making some good runs. I mean, he won the penalty because you know he made that yeah. dash into the box. So you know, his, his, he is a live wire. And yeah, I mean, look, he's he's far from the finished. Mm. 
um, player. But it reminds me a bit of what what Moy used to be like yeah, when he first person. It's that the sort of that almost that headless chicken about him. Yeah, but it's kind of it's like that him. headless chicken that actually can cause teams real yeah. problems. So kind of like child, childish yeah, players. It's nice kind to have on the bench for someone who <laughs> yeah, got a bit of impact at the end. You don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for talking to us, Nick. We're off to speak to Jack Ross to get his post-match thoughts. 65 minutes for Duncan Whitmore. Mm. His part in the first goal as well. He'll be more than satisfied with that, won't he? Yeah, he were, it was the timing of this fixture and, and where he's at with his recovery. Just there was a perfect match in that sense, and it, he was really excited about playing tonight. And I, I thought he was terrific. He he just looked it looked natural for him, which I think is probably the biggest compliment I could pay, and, and the biggest plus for him tonight. And speaking to him there in the changing room, you know, very much felt that it looked that way, and I think he felt that way. And so another huge step forward for him tonight. You know. Delighted from not not me, but a lot of the other guys as well that have, have been through this period with him and the staff and the players that have been through that period are, are really pleased for him and um, it's a big bonus for me selfishly as well. I don't want to go through every player on the pitch, but Jack mm. Bainbridge had a very steady game at the back with Lubins and Oster. Yeah, he's one who has has really progressed well in recent months, both in the under twenty threes game and when he played the opportunity to play in the previous Czech trade game against Morecambe. And again, you know, mentioned about. Uh, first team players taking their opportunity tonight when younger players get their chance all you can ask is that they take it and he's certainly done that in the, the appearances he's made and um, he continues to, to do that and, and take those opportunities when he trains with me then he's going to be a big plus for us this season because as I said his, his emergence over the last few months has been really encouraging That was Jack Russell in today's game we're 16 unbeaten now I think it is this club's got momentum going forward into Saturday with Accrington Yeah we, we have that we, the, what the players have given this whole season is, I think has been remarkable given where we were pre-season and everything that had gone on and, and probably the mindset that had developed here for, for different reasons so to turn that around in that manner has, has been terrific and obviously mentions his post-button it's a record to be proud of, and it's one we want to continue to protect. Sorry, in a positive manner, and uh, you know, again, I thought there was a squad of players out there that showed that they want to protect that. You know, they went about the, the game in a manner that said, you know, we're part of a group that's been unbeaten since September. We want to continue to do that. So I'm delighted. And Bali Mumba, 17 years old, playing right back against mm. a, a physical um, not County side. Yeah. He, he, it was an interesting one because obviously he was playing a back three and I'm playing in that position he's played at full back when he was younger and he played at full back for England um, a couple of weeks ago but wing back's different as well um, and it was difficult first half it was a challenge for him physically as well mm. but I thought for me testament to not just his ability but his character because it was a challenge in first half second half he was brilliant and that is you know, for a 17 year old to, to, to play in a different position but come through a, a difficult period and then produce what he did second half is, is fantastic you know he's a, he's a real good player and he showed that I just you know I'd have loved him to score because you can see how desperate and how much that would mean to him but his his progression has been has been brilliant this season you know, I'm really pleased with where he's at and again tonight is another great learning curve for him a great option to have as well coming into the game on Saturday yeah sometimes he you know he's probably been a little bit unfortunate because we've been so good this season because it's made it more difficult for him to get opportunities but when he came on on Saturday it was a, a little reminder for me how good he is and the 23s game on the Monday against Middlesbrough he was really good it was the best I've seen him with them and I think that's just where he's at at the moment and then Saturday was just a little reminder to me you know I can handle first team football I shouldn't need the reminder of it because I have faith in him but it's um, you know again it's another major plus for me having you know a squad as a 17 year old and that's, that's trying to make sure you get him involved Thanks, Jack. Cheers, guys. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you. See, see you Thursday. Thursday. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That was Sunderland manager Jack Ross on his side's 2-0 victory over Notts County today in the Checker Trade Trophy. Sunderland advanced to the last 16 thanks to Sun FM for that audio. I'm now off to meet wise men say aficionados Craig Clark and Mickey Luff in the Wheat Sheaf pub. I'm joined in the Wheat Sheaf by wise men say regulars Craig Clark and Mickey Luff who's got a pint of double maximum in his hand again. Start to think you're an alcoholic. I'm being very on brand with my choice of alcoholic night. Very nice. What are you drinking Craig? Yeah. Uh, It's probably one of the better lagers in it, really, to be honest. Is there a good lager out of a plastic glass? Well, no. (laughs) That is one of the. Well, actually, this one isn't too bad. Oh, that's good. Right, what do we think of the game? Let's cut the chase. Solid professional display, wasn't it? I mean, Lost County offered nothing. I thought um, they were worse than Carlisle, Lost County. And the game, it was just a training exercise, really, for large parts. I mean, the second half, I think we're in danger of getting a little bit too comfortable, a little bit complacent, but we've got the job done, can't really complain. Well, we could have the mags in the next round, Craig. Is that actually possible, is I th- it? I think it's possible, yeah. Uh, for some reason... Uh, they're I in the draw we, with us, so... I, know, I wasn't sure how the draw works. Do they make up some random rules to keep, like, certain teams apart or anything? Well, they might do. That does sound familiar. Hawke Vale played Stoke tonight for the first time in 16 years. And absolutely battered them, didn't they? Yeah. By all accounts, it's 3 0 at half time. I think they were 4 0 up at one point, but I might be making that up, so don't quote me on it. He's, he's had I'm a Moretti. Sure I know someone behind me, I'm sure, was saying support Vale had got four. Either way, they were absolutely battering them. Mm. Uh, Stoke under 21s looked quite good against us. I mean, they weren't any. They looked alright. They? They, they were fine. So, poor Vale must have been well up for it. I wonder what crowd they got. Well, Stoke took 4,000. Did they? Did they? You are kidding me. I'm not. For an under-21 game. And they have all gone home very sad. Uh, <laughs> tail between the legs. Well, let's hope if it does happen, I'd rather them at home, I think. Well, I was talking to Barnsley about this just then, and it'll be a bit of a logistical nightmare. Oh, yeah. It'll be a, a bit of a crazy one, especially at their place. Like, how's that going to be placed? It'll have to be, it'll have to be treated like a derby, won't it? I think there'll be a big crowd there, like, be, either ground. Well, they, well, they would, I think. Uh, Possibly sell out, do you? I mean, the, no, 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 no. the problem no, with that game is it's, it's a fixture I really don't want. <laughs> just, just compounds that we're in League One, doesn't yeah, it? It's not only that, and just it's a game which is impossible for us to win because if we won and the crowd reacted anything more than pip pip well done chaps, <laughs> it would be embarrassing, it would be obsessed. It's only our under 21 what you're the, doing. The thought police would come out and tell us how to celebrate. Yeah, ex- exactly, and, and you know, we're already <laughs> faced the wrath of them this season, haven't we, so far? I mean, we shouldn't um, celebrate on the pitch, we should all just film it. But yeah, that's much better, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's better Hide just... behind your phone, don't enjoy the Definitely. moment, record it. I mean, there was a goal I've seen, um, Liverpool scoffing Trent Alexander-Arnhold, 
Anholt? Is that a, is that a hybrid? That would be some player, actually. <laughs> solid defensively and going for anyway, it's, like, it's the weird as well. When it goes in, honestly, like, you're seeing like, shot with the camera about four or five like phones. Just, like, I don't uh, want to sound like you're dark, but like, come on, you've got to live in the moment a bit. So you've got Old Trafford's the worst, isn't it, for that? Oh, it's really bad. But you know for a fact that it's mostly the tourists. Because uh, yeah, yeah, Man United, for example, we're going on a bit of a tangent, but they've got a real hardcore, like who go to away games. Who I've heard up here saying stuff like, I want us to be a bit crap for a little while, <laughs> almost to just get rid of. That must be a nice luxury to have. I, I, I bet they're not saying it now. <laughs> to, to swing it back round to um, the topic of hand. <laughs> let's, let's get on brand, shall we? Yeah, <laughs> but also. But then, of course, the, the alternative, if we lost to the Mags under-21s, doesn't bear thinking oh, about it. No, no, that, yeah, that, well, do you remember when we humped their under-21s 5-0 or 6-0 or something? What ball got a hat-trick? Was oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack, yeah. Jack Rodwell scored twice. Yeah, yeah. And, well, and, I'm hoping he pops up in the FA Cup. And we wielded that over them for, you know, that was like the unofficial seventh in a row or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you can't blame them if they want at the moment in the sun, but I don't think they'll get it, to be honest. If we did play them, in all seriousness, I think it would be far too good for them. We should. I, I, don't, I, don't, I would expect Jack Ross to put out a full oh. bastard side. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although yeah. I would... <laughs> I, I would enjoy 100%. Aston James's park to see just what Chris McGuire would do if he scored. Oh, yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? Well, what I've been thinking—the <laughs> smile on Mickey Love's face <laughs> at the mere thought of that—it <laughs> would be that would be fantastic. What I'm thinking or wondering is, which is it? Since we're on the potential derby tangent, obviously it's a competitive game, but it's not a competitive game against Newcastle United. It's a competitive game against as live score calls at Newcastle United Academy oh, really? so would that be the first and potentially only game on the record so whoever wins it has probably won that derby forever because it'll never I don't think it would go on the main record we've won the football we've won the, we've won the local derby cup I mean, I mean, it's the sort of thing that if, if you lose it, you want to forget it ever happened. But if you win it, it's part of the, what is it, ten, nine undefeated we are against them now? But not I yet. don't think, it, I think in the stats, it might not count, if that makes sense. Because it's not their full strength team. Yeah, yeah. It's like another entity. It's a bizarre one. But to, to get back to the, uh, to the actual, <laughs> actual football game that, we played. that played at the Stadium of Light today... I've been massively impressed with Mumba today. I think he grew into the game. Um, but to play right wing back, I had no idea. But in his post match comments, uh, Jack Ross said he played there um, for England um, the other week and he played there in the other 23s against Middlesbrough. I wasn't following him that closely, so I didn't realise. But it's so impressive how he's just come in and played against the physical Notts County side as well. I mean, what really impressed me about Mumba is his composure on the ball. I mean, you come up against, like you say, his big physical size and just nothing faces him. And, like, he's got, and he can get past people. He doesn't necessarily have a trick or anything, but he's got the ability to, to beat a man. And his range of passing is really impressive. And although I think he had a slow start, he certainly grew in the game, and I thought he was tremendous second half. His technique's brilliant, isn't it? I mean, I thought he had a hard time in the first half, personally. Didn't look like his position. I'd agree. But he, he did really take hold of the game in the second half. He was amongst the sort of five or six best players on the should pitch. have scored as well he should have scored <laughs> yeah. I was gutted for him uh, he was did, unlucky like what did anyone think of uh, Jack Greenwich by the way I thought he was I, solid you yeah, know. I, liked them. I thought the whole back three maybe it says more about the game than the performances but I thought they were all really really impressive I mean, anybody that can play alongside Oz Turk will do for me so. well Oz Turk himself I mean, <laughs> no, he was alright galloping was down that right wing you know <laughs> well, well galloping is a little bit of well, a, this is the thing though he's he, free amounts <laughs> this is the thing he's so fresh that like you, you'd expect that wouldn't it he's, he's 
growing in confidence, I'd say. In fairness, he looked comfortable on the ball as well. He did, he looked really He had time on the ball as well. He had a lot of time on the ball. I mean, this is it. It's really hard to analyse a game when it was played at such a slow kind of pedestrian. I was just about to get onto that. The pace was quite, quite slow, wasn't it? Really slow. I mean, like Mickey said, that was the worst team we've probably played, isn't it? Like, in terms of... The, in the context of the competition so we played some poor League One sides but because you can knock 30% off the intensity for a checker trade game that was the worst team we've played like, I mean yeah. David Vaughan has played at a much higher level for us I was, I was, invisible, I was just about to say this like I saw David Vaughan's name on the team sheet and I was like alright this might be a challenge you know the wily old yeah. veteran and I kind of had in my head the David Vaughan that was with us and he wasn't that good, but he was still decent. He was a sort of lower half-top type player, wasn't I, he? I completely forgot he was on the pitch halfway through the game. I was like, oh yeah, that's that's David Vaughan. And then John, Big John Stead came on. I was like, oh. whoa. And, and people applauded him on the pitch. Why, why did we applaud him? I don't uh, understand that. I didn't, personally. Uh, I, I, I didn't well, you sent a message to the wise men, say group chat, and some, something like John, applauding John Stead, Nat or something. Not for me. Not for you. Not for me. Nat would have been better, actually. <laughs> it wasn't really for me. I don't, well, he scored against, against us for Bradford. Exactly what me and Mickey were talking about. And celebrated like a fucker. Yeah, loved it. Which he's personally entitled to do. Yeah, yeah. But why would I want to applaud him? Of course not. Applaud a man that spent eight months at the club and wasn't very good. Yeah, but then 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 we gave dogs abuse to Conor Wickham, and fair enough, he wasn't my favourite Sunderland player. Oh, but he got to bail us out of shit, though. Exactly. More than once, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Stead. <laughs> is it one of those that like times a great Hitler and is oh he played for us ten years ago? Let's just clap him. Do we just feel a bit sorry for him? Yeah, but, but the good times are coming again because we're unbeaten in sixteen now. Sixteen, impressive. That's that, mad. That that is really like, impressive. That, that's that's gone quick as well though. Like the games have oh, come thick but, and fast. But so still, there almost seems to be a narrative even among Sunderland fans of trying to argue we're not that good. It looks so people are determined to kind of hammer home that point. I, I, th- I think we're just that used to like not getting carried away with ourselves that we've just got to remind ourselves to keep ourselves on the ground, feet on the ground at all times. Uh, we're not actually that good because then we can be really pleased <laughs> when we are actually quite good. Maybe and we're, like, we're getting quite good as well. Maybe maybe it's like going to take I don't know a couple of defeats. No, that's not what we want, is it? I'm just it's kidding. not going to happen, either. No, I don't think it is. I, I'm, I was saying, uh, I can't remember who it was, somebody. I think, I mean, that Burton game was a total aberration in many ways. I think we could have done the season unbeaten, you know. I don't think that would have been an unrealistic... Judging by what's happened before and since, I don't see many, if any, teams beating us. We might lose think, another two. I think the comment I made after the... Um, after the Walsall game, I think I said that's that game they got win your titles. Oh, completely! Well, that was amazing. Like to, with the ten men and everything. I mean, yeah, when your backs were against the wall and, and and all the odds are completely stacked against you. The way the referee performance was that day, and obviously you turned it down, and then the turn on his head and come away with a result. I mean, I'm not saying we're like the Manchester United League one or anything. I hope not. But, but when, we're not doing that well. But I'm talking about <laughs> Manchester United and Alex Ferguson, though, know, with, with, the, um, with all the late goals they used to score, the, some games weren't particularly impressive, but they just found a way. And that's what we're doing. We've got all manners of results this season. But whereas we used to find spectacular ways to lose games, we're now finding every way to win games and get results, and it's just really encouraging. I, I love the fact how carried away we're getting. About, <laughs> just after Getting a check and, and I want to meet somebody one day that talks about me the way Mickey Luff talks about Sunderland <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want for my life <laughs> well, Mickey Luff could talk about you 
for a and minute. Maybe, maybe he does. Who uh, knows? You know. Well, I mean, it's a good job you can't save your private stuff on my phone and stuff. So, like, you got to that out, Paul. Yeah, well, right, we're going to wrap that up. I've been James Copley. Thanks to Mickey Luff and Craig Clark for joining us in. Where are we? The Wee Chief. Yeah. The Wee Chief, but there's no children of the night this week. There's so no children of the night. And there's no Michael Corbett this week or Chris Appleby. Um, there's no pill table this week. Isn't there usually a pill table? Or did I imagine that? I think it's through the back. Oh, we're really on a tangent now. So thanks for listening. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>